following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Wednesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can follow everything about high school sports 24-7 at MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. Wednesdays on the Huge Show are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan it's time for the huge show from the east side to the west side to the UP the huge show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE that's 1-866-838-4843 now the huge one Bill Simonson What's up, Michigan? It is time to begin another statewide journey together on the only syndicated sports radio show in the afternoon, that is. 19 stations strong for the one close to you. Go to thehugeshow.net. We do have a lot to cover. We'll get to the latest in signs, signs, everywhere a sign. Some may be stealing and blowing my mind. Don't do that. Please don't steal the sign. We're going to bring in David Gregory, who's a lawyer by trade, also an NFLPA certified sports agent with Bull Rush Sports Management. He targets Michigan athletes, coaches, NIL. Uh, Well-versed in that. We'll get to the house in East Lansing, passing that high school NIL bill. And then Mark Yule, executive director of the Michigan High School Athletic Association is right down the hallway. He'll join me in studio for the final two hours. And I'll go to the Wolverine.com. We'll go to Pete Thamel. Everything's coming out. Connor Stallion. Everybody has a story now about Connor Stallion. I'll say what I said on Monday. If Hardball was involved, there has to be And not video evidence of on the sidelines with a play chart. Because you can get a lot of those calls from TV and slowing it down and DVR and 93 different angles, a 22 film you get from each school. But if there is a a connection to a coach or, hey, Jim, hypothetically speaking, this is what they do in this set. Because now some people are saying how they, you know... (laughs) They know what we were going to do. Now, Deion Sanders came out and said, it's no big deal. You still got to make the plays. You can know what's coming. Uh, Brady Quinn. So, again, this is a Notre Dame guy saying it's no big deal. It's now, I think, Colin Coward from Fox Sports Radio called it the new deflate gate. So, at the end, I think where this is at, in my mind, what is the punishment for who inside Schembechler Hall? That's it. I will say this. He, he, Colin Stallion, if he's a lone wolf here, because again, he, his background is Annapolis, special ops. You go into a country by yourself. You lay in brush for days. You don't bathe, and you're looking for the vulnerability of the enemy. 
I did pull out my phone, and I don't know about you. The story is that there are stadium cameras that have somebody standing up holding the phone. Unless you got the new i95 Supermax Pro set. If I try and take a video across the room, it looks like the Zapruder film. So, I mean, I if I'm in here right now, and David Gregory will join us, the NFL PA certified sports agent, Bull Rush Sports Management. If I tried to take a video of Superfly behind the glass, people would go, is that Bigfoot? There, but then, you know, when I step back and say, okay, if there wasn't the trail of money to buy in the tickets, I would really say, Unless Harbaugh or any Harbaugh assistant is implicated through technology via emails they get, uh, voicemails, uh, text, whatever. Some are trying to say, well, he bought the tickets for people returning from the war. Uh, what war? What, 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 what war? Uh, unless we send people to Ukraine, what war? So I believe this, there will be punishment. But the key is, and this is why I wanted to bring in David Gregory, uh, the lawyer, Bull Rush Sports, NFL PA certified sports agent, is that it's going to be about Michigan lawyers. It's going to be about Harbaugh lawyering up. It's going to be about Colin Stallion lawyering up. Anybody is going to lawyer up who is implicated in this. What does the NCAA not like? They don't like to go to court because when you go to court, you have discovery, you have uh, depositions, you have so much that at the end of the day, the NCAA is about making money, making money. That's it. That's what the NCAA is about, making money. So how far can this go? I mean, people saying Harbaugh should be suspended for the rest of the year. Well, In my viewpoint, legal precedent is a big part of punishment. So the precedent here is, what, a Baylor coach, half a game suspension, but that was for one game. So if you do the math and say, if there's 30 games tickets were bought for, and you could verify someone was there for 20, is it a 20-game suspension, which would be Colin Stallion's done. He's never going to step foot in a college football stadium. But it's about Harbaugh. Because there's no other name. There's no other assistant linked to this. There's nothing. And Harbaugh is the head coach. You are the boss. And you know what the Houston Astros did? They didn't fire the players. They got rid of the GM and they got rid of the manager. That's what they did. I'm not going to compare this to the Astros. The Astros had a were banging a drum. Players had to be aware of this to be in on knowing what's coming. And Deion Sanders did say, this yesterday, and I shared that soundbite. I had a huge show on Twitter, the huge show on Facebook. He did share that stealing signs in baseball is much more damaging than in football. Because if you know a curve's coming, you sit back on it and you can rip it. So I, away from all the Michigan State and Ohio State fans and ND fans just enjoying this right now, it is it made the game Saturday night seem like it was 10 years ago. In East Lansing, the worst performance, the worst look of any Michigan State football team ever. 
I look at this story now and wonder what will happen to Harbaugh. What can the NCAA do legally? And that's where I bring in David Gregory from Bull Rush Sports, sports agent based in West Michigan, lawyer by trade. So from NCAA, and they don't like lawyers, as I mentioned, David, the legal side of this, Harbaugh is the boss. He, he will be punished in some way from this. Could be a four-game suspension, could be a year. I don't think they're going to vacate trophies or wins because trying to prove the cheating gave you what advantage. I think legally that can get into a gray area, and that's the key two words everybody's talking about. So, David, from what you've seen from the start last week of the sign-stealing story to where we are today, your thoughts? Well, the first the first is you hear a lot, well, was, was Connor Stallion's a lone wolf. And it kind of doesn't matter whether he was or he wasn't because he was on the payroll uh, and, a, and a paid assistant. Uh, the, head, the head coach is responsible for his actions. That's very clear in the NCAA's bylaws, which state an institution's head coach shall be held responsible for the head coach's actions and the actions of all institutional staff members who report directly or indirectly to the head coach. And we see the interaction with Colin Stallion on the sidelines. A lot of videos out there, still shots at Colin or Connor Stallions is sitting there or standing there with a play chart and talking to Harbaugh. Well, yeah, and that's one thing I want to talk about. I mean, whether you're a fan of Michigan or not, don't suspend your common sense. I mean, Connor Stallions is a, was a volunteer assistant for several years until 2000, spring of 22. Um, but he is a low-level recruiting assistant by all public accounts, yet he is very close to the coordinators at all times with a big stack of papers and laminated sheets. I, I mean, he certainly has a role of importance beyond what his public title was. And I'm not suggesting anything other than, well, other than that. He, his role on the sidelines and who he talks to goes way beyond what his uh, title was. And he was a volunteer until May of 2022. Correct. So he had to be doing something very well. The question is, if he didn't tell anybody, if he did this to have everyone think he's this mad genius, I mean, I've heard we've had a couple of callers who, you know, someone served in the military. What's truth, fact, or fiction is tough to really uh, break down when you look at Twitter, Facebook, the social networks, and everything out there. But let's say there is no paper trail, emails, electronic communication to anybody at Michigan. You read the NCAA bylaw, Harbaugh, like I said, will be punished. But if there's nothing there, how does this change the story? Well, look, I, I think it's pretty clear, Connor Stanley, there's, there's at least uh, a lot of surface evidence that he violated the NCAA bylaw about in-person, same-season scouting of an opponent, number one. And number two, you also can't record, uh, you can't record the signals, uh, and uh, you can't try to intercept the signals. Oh, uh, that's according to the football rule book. So I'm quoting some bylaws and some football rule books, but pretty clearly he paid for people to attend games, record the signals, and and then interpret those signals for competitive advantage. It really doesn't matter whether anybody else at Michigan knew about it or helped him. This kind of strict liability law says, hey, head coach, you're responsible for your people. 
If they if they violate something, you're going to be held accountable. So the question, gray area has been that, you know, two words used nonstop for the last five days connected to this story. And by the way, David Gregory, lawyer by trade, NFL PA certified sports agent with Bull Rush Sports, one of our sports legal insiders. Well, matter of fact, he's the only one. We don't have anybody else. It's David uh, in studio uh, with us on this MHSAA Wednesday. Mark Ewell, executive director of the Michigan High School Athletic Association, uh, will join us coming up later. Some will say it's no big deal or Brady Quinn and Deion Sanders, but the rules are the rules. Yeah, I'm not here to say whether it's a big deal or right. not. Uh, it, it, the bylaws are pretty clear. Uh, and if, if in general what has been alleged is true, then they violated the, Then Connor Stallions clearly violated the bylaws. So it would be Harbaugh's job to sit down with Connor Stallion and say, how are you? Man, you're good at this. How are you doing this? Right. Because well, he didn't use, a, a, at least according to what we have from one source, it seems to be Pete Thamel from ESPN has been fed most of this information that he did not use a University of Michigan credit card. He used his own credit card allegedly to buy these tickets at all these Big Ten venues. And now you're hearing the latest last night was, you know, bought some tickets to go watch Georgia yeah, or, or, or TCU. Uh, how'd that work out the last two years? Well, yeah. Uh, look, he bought upwards of 35 to 40 tickets and high-value tickets, and he was— All opponents, right? All, all, all opponents. All opponents or possible opponents. opponents yes. Right. And, you know, these were good seats uh, that he paid premium dollars for. Where does he for. get that money? Well, I mean, he makes 50000 a year, and maybe if he was spending, vir- you know, a significant portion of his yearly salary— uh, I suppose you could swing it. And, and maybe he's that dedicated, number one. But is he paying his buddies or associates for a hotel room uh, or any so kind of travel they a, have to do? If they're not a Michigan employee and they're filming the game, uh, this is, again, a gray area that everybody brings up. And they're not, and they're not on the Michigan payroll staffers, don't get any Michigan perks from Harbaugh or anybody connected to Michigan football or the university. Was because he, he seems like he wasn't that smart by buying tickets in his name and other things. His, but, yeah, his intelligence skills get called into right. question for that. Yeah, exactly. So would would he be thinking? Well, if they're not connected to the program and they're taping it and sending it to me, they're just fans who are sending along video. Yeah, I don't think that defense would fly. No, no, but one I, second, I, yeah. uh, but yeah. Twitter defense. And, yeah. and by the way, everybody's a lawyer on Twitter and a judge. Yeah, right. Everybody, everybody has a... And a doctor. And, and a doctor. Hold on, yeah, a doctor. And a coach. <laughs> oh, definitely coaches. And, and coaches. And, and a quarterback. Yep. And a quarterback. Uh, who else? And, and a point guard. Uh, and an Olympic swimmer. And Olympic athlete. Uh, wow. Everyone get a Twitter account because you're the biggest sports figure in the world. So the question is, if, it, if he's still the staffer on the payroll, even if it wasn't Michigan employees... And they were buddies, friends, guys he served with in the military that he's hooking up with tickets. Do me a favor. We got this operation going where he could gain their trust not to go outside right. their circle, right? Mm-hmm. These guys in the military never share stories about each other, for the most part. Well, actually, uh, I think as Andy Staples reported that somebody put on a Tennessee volunteer uh, you know, fan board, message board last December, that he had a buddy who was doing this work for Michigan and going to see Tennessee games. And his buddy on the Michigan staff was 
paying for his hotels and his tickets to go do it. Posted this back in December of last year. Mm. I mean, and I so I don't know if it's his military so if buddies or just his buddies. This, if they knew about this, why, why, why did it hit now? Why, why isn't it had legs previously? Well, if you look at the reporting, it suggests that this was known amongst big, or suspected at least amongst Big Ten coaches for at least a year or so. Uh, that's a good question. Uh, I, you know, I really can't answer that, and that's just speculation at this point. There's yeah. a lot of there's a lot of theories out there. Well, the theories are that the other schools are doing it too, and nobody that that goes down oh. the path of what I said to start this conversation. That these schools who are coming after them, you better you know, watch out for glass houses, right? Right. That people look. We know people are doing it, but we don't want to go down that road because, again, maybe our hands aren't totally clean. And and if you go down that road, th- this goes back to what the possible legal NCAA legally. There's nothing wrong. It's an NCAA bylaw. You're not right. breaking any state of Michigan code or law, right? Or I don't know about the other states, but. Based on precedent of punishing, got to say that slow. What what's the what what's the worst case scenario for Harbaugh? We know Connor Stallion's done, but what's the worst case yeah. scenario for Harbaugh because he's in charge in the you know NCAA bylaws? Head coach is accountable for everybody underneath him. Well, I, I think there's a laundry list of things. Number one, let's face it, this is not going to be resolved or even a proposed penalty uh, being issued. For a year, or at least till the middle of 2024, they're still investigating. They're still not done with the, what some people would call the cheeseburger investigation or the improper recruiting contact during a COVID dead period of 2020. And it's late 2023. This is not getting resolved anytime soon. Six years on the Bill Self FBI uh, investigation, wasn't it? Six years. And and he basically got off on serving the suspension when he served. At the end of last year. Right. Kind of like what they do. Oh, yeah. The, the school suspension you served is going to be time served. You know what the NCAA also may, may think here before you're thinking, anybody listening, they're going to drop this mega hammer. The public court of opinion and the stigma of this that I believe took the Astros four or five years to shake, the stigma of this alone is the toughest punishment you can give Michigan. The stigma that your program, the doubts on what you've done the last two years, that to me is bigger than NCAA's not going to vacate wins or not going to suspend hardball or show cause penalty. You're not going to go down that path. You, you, you would, you're a lawyer, okay? So let, let's say hardball hired David Gregory and you're not with Bull Rush Sports Management. You're going to go to a NCAA show cause hearing, let's say, okay? Legally, you would say this is what has been done to coaches who have been caught doing this previously. Your own NCAA committee deemed that it wasn't a competitive advantage, but it didn't pass a vote to be enacted. I think that was just a couple years ago, right? 2021. What what do you think would be a, a penalty... That is fair. The the max penalty that's the fairest for Harbaugh uh, because he's in charge of Connor Stallion. Well, look, I, I think a post a, a one year postseason ban is possible. 
I think it is possible. So I wonder if Michigan, you know, and this is the delicate situation. Because what can the NCAA really do anymore that hurts? If you reduce scholarships, well, you can just replace it with NIL. I mean, a lot of the things that they could do before don't seem to make sense in the current environment. And they don't do it because, you know, Kansas is the number one team in the country. So you're not going to punish Bill Self because, like I said, David, they're in the business of making money. The NCAA tournament. Kansas is a national draw, right? I So... You're, 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 it's about Harbaugh unless there's a, a web connected to all the assistants and this is just got awful and everybody's shown the door and it was a rampant, you know, cheating party, right? That you, and this is what I said a couple days ago. You're in Michigan. Would you be proactive? Because again, they suspended Harbaugh this year. Would you be proactive and go penalize yourself right now? Take yourself out of postseason play, including satisfy the Big Ten, which seems to be really ornery about this. No, and I w- take yourself out of the Big Ten championship game if you get there. You still have Penn State and Ohio State on the schedule, and take yourself out of the college football playoff, knowing next year twelve teams get in. No, I'm not suggesting that at all. I, I don't think they will do that. I'm not sure they should do that. I think that is a pretty extreme penalty. But uh, I think it's possible because I just think that a lot of the other standard uh, forms of punishment really don't do anything in the modern NIL transfer, port- transfer portal era. And they're not going to get punished or even a proposed punishment until sometime in the middle of 2024. If then, uh, I might take proactive measures next year when I, before next year as I see it you know, shaking out or how it shakes out. I wouldn't do that now. Yeah, they're not going to move fast for Michigan and then have, again, we get lawyers involved and say, you didn't move that fast on FBI wiretaps, right? Right. And lawyers can say, no, we're not, uh, we need time, we're going to, this is where, and the NCAA doesn't like lawyers right now. But Michigan, I I don't sense in, in this Ward Manual and Santa Ono, the new president, did when he took over but there doesn't seem to be a lot of people when Harbaugh stands at a microphone who have his back inside the University of Michigan circle. Well, Johnny Bacon would say yes and no, that the faculty seems to like Harbaugh because he's doing very well in terms of their you know, academic yearly progress, uh, making the grades, graduating. Uh, Santa Ono, the new president, seems to be a fan of his. And, but the speculation seems to center on that Ward Manual, to some extent, the AD is not a fan of his, uh, rightly or wrongly. I don't know that. But, you know, this. what is the other practical impact here is they've been working on a contract, a new contract for Jim Harbaugh for a long time, and they were supposed to finalize it this fall, by all accounts, to make him the highest paid coach in the Big Ten. He's essentially been working on a... Uh, a, a memorandum of agreement instead of a formal contract for about a year and a half. So this is Harbaugh. I want to make it clear that I and my staff will fully cooperate with the investigation into this matter. I do not have any knowledge or information regarding the University of Michigan football program illegally stealing signals, nor have I directed staff members or others. This was his original statement. Yeah. So he went on Not the record, but, you know, the public record. Uh, 
nor have I directed staff members or others to participate in an off-campus scouting assignment. So you, yeah, it's just what it's really, you know, away from the 15 minutes of this fantastic conversation, it's what I said in the beginning. What is going to be the punishment for Harbaugh in this? I just think we're not going to know for a while, but look, what are are the possibilities? There could be a retroactive vacation of, of certain wins. Or championships. Or Big Ten might take those away. I, I'm I can talk. I'm glad to talk about the Big Ten, but I'm skeptical the Big Ten's going to get in front of the NCAA here. Why would you? I mean, the conferences are to some extent are just pass throughs for the big networks. <laughs> number one, uh, and number two, you've got the NCAA out there whom everybody hates. I would say, why would you let them do the dirty work? Let them be the bad guy. Why punish one of your own when someone else can do it? And you're adding your new, you know, you have your brand new generation starting next year with uh, the addition of UCLA, USC, Oregon, Washington, the expanded college football playoff. You know, you're right. I mean, Michigan, in all likelihood, if J.J. plays the way he did Saturday night and he has big games against Ohio State and Penn State, I think he wins the Heisman. But again, could this hurt him in the eyes of some voters who would think, again, I'm looking... I really am looking worst case scenario at everything. Well, you look, so you could have a postseason a postseason ban. You could have scholarship reductions. You could have recruiting uh, restrictions. You could have again a vacation of wins. You could have some suspensions. But how do you prove? Or oh, this is another legal question. How do you prove what Connor Stallion, if he did act alone, what he gave Michigan? How much of a competitive advantage was that? To win a game. I don't think it matters. I think that's interesting for commentators, but the rule is the rule. It exists for a reason, and, and it, the rule will probably be changed now, I think, within the next year or two. But he, he violated the rule. If everything that's alleged is true that Connor Stallions did, he, he pretty clearly violated several bylaws or you know the, the football rule book. And then the, coach, the head coach is strictly liable for his, his assistant's actions. So whether there was a competitive uh, advantage gained, I think, is largely irrelevant. So if you did a half a game suspension before for scouting an opponent, a half a game, uh, with at Baylor. Mm-hmm. So like I said, it, it, I, I just, I hope they expedite it. If I, you don't, Michigan, you don't want this lingering. You don't. You, you, you don't want this lingering. Because I, like I said, the public shaming of the program. Yeah, you can get in the bunker, the submarine, whatever you want to call it. But if you go win, okay, now you can say the sign stealing's done, okay? And just think if Michigan can't beat Ohio State at the big house this year. Mm, you know what every Buckeye will say, that they didn't have the signs. So there's, no, there's a no-win situation on multiple levels and multiple fronts here. But in all honesty... If you saw somebody that had the actual signs, made your little clipboard, used this computer to give you this, 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 was this, and that, and you're the head coach, and you never investigated on your own how he was getting this, that you're making millions of dollars, your program is one of the biggest brands in America, that you would let somebody you just put on the payroll. So he must have been doing something good to get on the payroll that you would let him take it down. Mm. 
Well, uh, again, he's a low level. He was a volunteer. Then he's a relatively low level, low paid recruiting assistant. But he's in there whispering uh, into the ears and and right next to coordinators with a big stack of papers. I, I don't know, but to some extent, the competitive advantages again it will be mostly irrelevant. I think. But you touched on something important. Yet this was so unnecessary, given the amount of talent mm. that Michigan has, the, the players they're putting in the NFL, how well they are playing. It's, it's unbelievable. But the three years that this allegedly took place were the last three years when they've been 33-3. and three. And uh, up through 2020, he was 47-22. and 22. Rightly or wrongly, there's some perception here. There's going to be a perception here. Uh, people, Ohio State fans, Michigan State fans, everybody who doesn't like Michigan is going to say, "See, they were cheating." And I don't think I don't think the sign stealing had much to do with anything personally. But the perception's there, and it's going to linger. And the, the public shaming. What I that their biggest penalty in this, in my mind, is happening right now, and won't go away. Won't go away as, until they. Stop winning. And then it'll be a brief period of they can't win without cheating. And then when they come back, I'll go to the Astros. But by the way, the Astros maintain being competitive, even even without a trash can or whatever they use. So, But in today's society, with the social networks, with the kids, with the connections, and let's be honest, Michigan is very popular when it comes to TV ratings, but hated by rival fan bases. Michigan State, Ohio State, some ND fans, not everybody. I think some ND fans respect that rivalry. Uh, James Franklin exactly isn't going to the Jim Harbaugh birthday bash. Uh, the head coach at Penn State, uh, Shiano, uh, whoever turned him in here, uh, which I think for all these leaks and everything out there that Michigan can't say a word, it reminds me of uh, Cheeseburger in Paradise that the NCAA can comment, everyone else can, but Michigan can't say a word. Well, the bylaw does say that sort of. I think people hide behind that a little bit. Uh, I I looked it up today. If information becomes public, the institution can deny it or attempt to correct information that has become public. Now, is that information that became public through the NCAA or through the media? It doesn't really say. Uh, I do think people hide behind the I can't really say anything rule, which doesn't quite say that. But that's that's my own little nitpick. So as a lawyer, and by the way, David Gregory, NFL PA certified sports agent, Bull Rush Sports Management. He's based in West Michigan. He focuses on Michigan athletes. Knows everything about NIL and a lawyer by trade. How how much of this are the Michigan lawyers running the show right now, connected to this, behind the scenes in Ann Arbor? What do you think? Just your guess. I know you're not there. Well, I, I think to a significant extent, but what is the relationship between the football coach and the athletic department itself? Compliance department, too. How, uh, yeah. how, how good did, is did, that, right? Did they really cooperate? Are they really on the same team? I don't know. Is there lingering tensions over the three-game, four-game suspension. I know Coach Harbaugh is still mad about it, very clearly. So, yes, I think there's an attempt to have the lawyers and the compliance department run things, but there's a lot of tension in there. Do you agree with me, or you don't have to even agree or disagree, that if they had something, because they gave up that 
uh, laptop, computer, whatever it was, to NCAA quickly with Colin or Connor Stallions. If they had something concrete on Harbaugh right now, he would be suspended with pay right there with Connor Stallion. I, I don't know about that. No, but if they had something concrete, I mean, I, I mean, if they knew he knew right. and that he was a, exactly, a, a, if they had something, because somebody had to look at whatever he had access to. I don't know if he had a University of Michigan email, phone number, mobile phone. Again, I don't know every single box to check on what you get when you're a staffer for Michigan football. But there has to be easily to say, oh, God, he's talking to these guys all the time. And then Harbaugh can say, well, we weren't talking about that. We're just talking about, oh, okay, you can put two and two together. It's pretty simple, right? Yeah. Again, I think it comes back to it really, to some extent, it doesn't matter if he knew because the standard is he's going to be held liable because the principle behind that is he should know. And you shouldn't have to have, you shouldn't uh, fall back on willful, willful ignorance of what's going on. And I'm not, this isn't particular to Harbaugh, but I've talked to a lot of Power Five staffers, and I heard a lot of stories about some really big names who are willfully ignorant of things that go on in their staff because they want certain things done and they don't want to know how it gets done. I'm not saying that's what Coach Harbaugh did. I'm saying I've heard similar stories from other big names in coaching. Can I just give you my uh, advice on sign-stealing, code-breaking, whatever you want to call it? Don't let the guy stand right next to coordinators or on the sidelines. Put him on a headset up in a press box. Well, how about this? Let's uh, put let's put uh, radio communications in helmets, just like the NFL does. And this is this a lot of this goes away. And I think teams Period. change their signs. I really do. Going into a big game, I think they, well, they change should. them. Right? <laughs> Clearly, they should. Right? I, I, again, you're going into a big game. If if this has been well known with Michigan, you're changing them all the time. Like, there's some of this story that. It smells of hypocrisy. And then I get the bylaws. I get the laws on what you can do on off-campus scouting, opponents, in-season. I understand you're the guy in charge of everybody. But also parts of the story don't add up, to be honest. They don't, they, they don't add up. But when you look at the video of Connor Stallion standing there, no, I don't see any other school doing that, that they have somebody standing there where they can look at a sign they can turn to him and say, uh, they're doing uh, uh, power right, power right. Now, they, some of these people may have people up with binoculars, right, in, right. in a press box. But this looks like you want it quick where you're ready to go. I, and people are like, who is this guy, right? So we, we got to get to a network break. Yeah. We've been talking forever. Uh, David Gregory, lawyer by trade, NFL PA Certified sports agent based in West Michigan, uh, targets uh, Michigan athletes all across the state, also well-versed in NIL and studio. We'll have a quick segment with him coming up. Also, Mark Ewell, executive director of the Michigan High School Athletic Association, will join us. It is funny. You can go scout a high school opponent in person, but you can't do it in college football. It's a resource thing. The small schools didn't really? feel they had the resources. That is the reason for the rule. That the small schools didn't have the same resources. Well, they're not as the sharing big all the money with the small schools, making this thing called the Power Five. Well, that's the reason for the rule. That, I know that's part of the hypocrisy out there, but I get rules are rules. More in the Harbaugh situation with sports agent David Gregory in studio after this network TL. 
from Grand Rapids to Detroit. This show is huge. Save more, scare more when you shop Halloween at Meyer. Shop quality deals like buy two select Halloween snack, single, or king size candy. Get one free. Get two for $10 on select DiGiorno frozen pizzas when you shop with Emperks. And for last minute shoppers, take 30% off Halloween indoor decor and 30% off adult and youth Halloween costumes. Find all you need for Halloween in one stop at Meyer. Exclusion Supply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive boys and girls, High School Sports, MHSAA.TV. That's MHSAA.TV. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Wednesday broadcast presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. High school football playoffs in all 10 classes, including the two and eight men, begin on Friday and run through Saturday. Round one all across this great state. Want to give a shout out to Grand Rapids Forest Hills Eastern. The Hawks hosting a home playoff game after a 7-2 regular season run. They'll take on the mighty Bulldogs of Ionia. And if they win, they'll get another home game against the winner of Wayland and the defending D4 state champion, the powerhouse Sailors of Grand Rapids South Christian. Playoff football uh, is awesome. It is. There's still some innocence to it, even though, uh, and I'll, we'll talk with Mark Ewell coming up, but the NIL bill, uh, did we've talked about this with you and yourself, uh, did pass in the Michigan House in Lansing. So uh, what's next for this? How long could it be until that becomes a law where high schoolers can benefit from their name, image, and likeness? Well, I think the soonest would probably be by the end of the year, uh, depending on how many session days the legislature has left, but it's passed the House, it's over in the Senate. Obviously, both chambers have to pass it. Uh, in the same fashion, they may trade it back and forth with some changes. Uh, I do think it's possible, though. Uh, again, I'm sure Mark Ewell is closer to it than I am. But uh, by the end of the year, it's certainly a possibility. David, good stuff uh, in studio today. Uh, fantastic commentary on the legal side of this hardball Connor Stallions uh, sign situation. Appreciate it. Bull Rush Sports Management. Follow them on Twitter. David is a certified 
NFL PA, Jake Witt out of the UP, Northern Michigan, got him signed his first uh, NFL. And drafted. And drafted. drafted, Yes, and drafted. There you go. Thank you. Thank you, David. (laughs) I'm I'm doing the bio off the cuff here. I didn't have it all in front of me, but thank you for reminding me of that. Got him drafted, which is something else for a standalone NFL certified uh, agent. Bull Rush Sports, uh, for anybody across the state, and his his base, his target, beginning his agent journey is with uh, Michigan uh, athletes, state of Michigan athletes. Good stuff today. Thank you, Bill. Right. Great to be here. Yeah, David Gregory, lawyer. Yeah, yeah, go, go Hawks. Hawks. Yeah, like Jack Maloche, want to give Big Jack defensive end. Uh, he's been dinged up. He'll be back in there. Want to give Hooksome some love. He'll be back at it. The Ionia Bulldogs are coming to Hawks Stadium. Also, Jack's twin brother, Reeve. So Reeve, don't want to forget my Reeve. boys. I, yeah, I don't, don't, want to, don't want to leave out any of the boys. Okay. All right. Uh, by the way, this is a David Gregory show, not the huge show right now. Thank you. Oh, really? That's <laughs> No, it's uh, Oh, thumbs up from Superfly. Yeah. Hold on. That's a thumb. This is a finger. You know, the different Superfly I think it do. Uh, Reeve and Jack Malosh. Want to give them love and the rest of uh, Coach Swander's Hawk football team. It's been an unbelievable year. Uh, watching those guys, what they battled through. And here we are with the home playoff game Friday night at 7 at Hawk Stadium. David, good stuff today. Thanks a lot, Bill. I almost called you coach. Sorry. Thank Thanks, you. Bill. Thank you. I'm a coach. <laughs> you can call me coach. Do that. Hey, follow Bull Rush Sports Management on Twitter. Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Imagine this. Winning big at Soaring Eagle. It's Pumpkin Coin Toss. And you can carve out wicked premium play prizes up to three grand. There are drawings every Friday in October from 5 to 11 p.m. And two lucky guests every hour toss to win up to $3,000 premium play. Be there for Pumpkin Coin Toss. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now, they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Final segment, hour number one on a Michigan High School Athletic Association Wednesday. Remember, uh, even if you can't make it out to a game, you can watch all of the Michigan High School football playoffs, MHSAA.TV. That is MHSAA.TV. And remember, playoff tickets, uh, you need to get them online. So work with your local school, get those tickets in advance, especially for some of the bigger Playoff games, the complete schedule, brackets, the road to Detroit, and more at MHSAA.com. That is MHSAA.com. Mark Ewell, Executive Director of the Michigan High School Athletic Association, will join us in our next segment. Going to spend some substantial time in the studio. That's punishment. When people get more than 10 minutes with me, something has gone wrong in their lives. On a serious note, we'll go through... Uh, the state of Michigan high school football playoffs. We'll talk about scouting opponents 
at the high school level what's allowed, what's not allowed for Michigan high schools. Sometimes our high school association can be more advanced than actual conferences or national college associations. I'm not going to name anybody. I'm just saying sometimes high schools can be the shining example for what common sense can bring to athletic events. Oh, that's beautiful. I should put that like run for governor. Now we'll pass. A little bit too much between 18 and 30. We'll just... We'll take the huge show statewide and live with it. Now, if you miss any of our huge opinions, interviews, hours, or full shows, our podcasts are free, and we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show, where you download podcasts and catch up and listen on your schedule. Big. Bad. Huge.